cruise through your Saturday morning with Car Talk. That song always gets us going, and that's a wonderful intro. I think it's the best intro, Melinda, you could ever have in the entire world. Melinda Ferguson, who is our uh, sort of motoring journalist at uh, Daily Maverick, joins us this morning. And uh, this morning we uh, chat about a fantastic vehicle. I've had a look at it, and it's a wonderful vehicle, beautifully designed. Um, and, yeah, it, it, it's, on, it's on the wish list, hopefully, pretty soon, Melinda. Very good morning to you, and welcome to the show. Oh, hello. Lovely to hear your voice. Yeah, it is a gorgeous looking car with those tail fins and the angular design. It's a very, very good looking little crossover, if we would like to call it that. Mm. This morning, we're chatting to Melinda Ferguson, who's a Daily Maverick motoring journalist. And this morning, we chat about the new Lexus UX, and uh, it is a very nice car. Uh, Tell us a little bit about the history of, of the Lexus UX, Melinda. Okay, so, I mean, for those of you who don't know, uh, Lexus is the luxury arm of Toyota. So it's part of the Toyota company. And um, the UX was actually brought out, I think it was in, let me just double check. Uh, It was around 2018 that the first UX, which stands for Urban Crossover. So it's very much like an an urban kind of car. Um, it was launched then. Um, it, it, it actually debuted uh, at a motor show in 2016 as a concept car, but it was brought to the market in 2018. And um, South Africa, it's actually the, the the largest selling Lexus in South Africa. I think the IS used to be, but the people have obviously sort of gravitated towards the kind of practicality, the good looking, the kind of zippiness of of, of this UX. And they've just, uh, I was on a launch this week, we've just had a sort of upspect, not a totally new model, it's not a new generation, but there have been a few things that have been changed in the UX and so I was lucky enough to drive it this week in Cape Town. Mm. What else can we actually see in this class? Because I think it's been ballparked somewhere between one of the BMWs and one of the Audis, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, the thing with this one is that there used to be a straight petrol. There's no longer, there's only a hybrid, um, the 250H UX available in South Africa. So Toyota's decided only hybrid. And so then it becomes more difficult to find a straight competitor. But... The new Alpha Tonale, which is the very right pr- pronunciation, not toenail, as some people say, <laughs> um, the Tonale has just been launched, and that's also a hybrid. So that's its very direct competitor. But if you're not looking at the hybrid angle, you'd probably see, as you say, the Mercedes GLA, the Audi Q3, the Q3 Sportback, uh, definitely the BMW X1. And also the Volvo XC40. So you can get an idea of that kind of mid-sized crossover 
good looking cars and and not cheap let's let's be honest Chatting to Melinda Ferguson this morning, and this morning we're doing our uh, car review, and the car review is the Lexus UX. If you are driving a Lexus, and this is the the hybrid model of of the vehicle that is available now in South Africa, uh, I'd love to hear from you. O two one four four six zero five six seven, or on the WhatsApp line on O seven two five six seven one five six seven. How does this vehicle stand up against its competitors, uh, Melinda? Look, I think in terms of engine, although I do really love what that Tonale, I look, I love an Alpha. Uh, Alphas are very beautiful cars, as as many people. I think when you speak about an Alpha, there, there's always someone who goes, I owned an Alpha. I, uh, you know, besides all the reputational stuff that goes around Alphas, that they break down and their parts are expensive, they do manage to to design beautiful cars. But then the Lexus is also, for me, one of the most beautifully designed cars, this UX. So I think in terms of looks, it would just be a matter of taste. I think in terms of engine, the UX definitely has got more power than the Tonale. And pricing-wise, when we get to that, the, U, the, the Lexus is actually more expensive than the Alpha. So it would really be about how people sort of gravitate towards brands. If you're a big Alpha fan, you'd probably love the Tonale. But the Lexus, um, you know, it comes with a seven-year warranty. It's got a very good reputation in South Africa. You, you speak to Lexus owners, and they hardly ever sell their cars. They go back and back. The servicing is really good. You treat it like a king when you go to a Lexus dealership. You're given coffee. You're given a loan car. You know, there, there are all sorts of things that come along, I think, with becoming like a Lexus driver. So, yeah, it's difficult to say which one is better. In terms of the others, like the Alpha, I mean, the Audi, the Merc, I mean, they're all good cars, but as I said, not any of them um, have that hybrid technology as 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 the, the, the Lexus UX does. Mm. I look. I looked at this vehicle, and I mean the the design. The, I love the design of the lights on the outside, and the grill is 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 one of the uh, sort of major attractions of of this particular vehicle. It's a new Lexus UX. We're discussing this with Melinda Ferguson this morning. Uh, who is the target market here? Because you know, it's it's kind of you know, if I was a dad, I wouldn't be wanting to drive my kids. It's such a lovely vehicle. Yeah, well, it sounds like you might be the target market because you're quite <laughs> taken up with this car, Zane. But you know what's interesting? So it's an urban crossover, and I, I think that Lexus aims it at the younger market, like the LS, the big sedan, that Lexus, and um, is very much like an older business, businessman, businesswoman kind of car. But this UX has got that grill, which looks very um, sort of futuristic, I know Will I Am. I don't know if he was the brand ambassador from the Black Eyed Peas, either of the, 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 I, th- I think it was actually the other one. I think it's the NX. I get a bit confused with all the X's and the N's and the UX's and that, but it's definitely in America. I mean, the Lexus is such a hip hop kind of brand. It's got a huge appeal kind of for the street. South Africa definitely doesn't have that broad, appeal when it comes to sales, I think, because people are still, you know, gravitating towards the Germans, the BMWs, the Mercedes, the Audis. I think that basically the target market is supposed to be a 25 to 35-year-old kind of hip happening sort of 
architect, young kind of sales director. I mean, I don't know how many 25 to 35-year-olds have the money to buy the, the new UX, but that's kind of where Lexus is aiming for, I think. Mm. Um Having a look at the, the, the inside of the car, you know, uh, the shapes and the parking sensors and cameras, it's, uh, all those extras have actually been thrown into, into it. And, and I think what people are looking for inside a vehicle these days, especially in Cape Town where you sit for an hour, over an hour in traffic, is that driver comfortability within the vehicle or inside the vehicle. Where did you take this vehicle? And uh, you've been driving it, so uh, what did, you know, where did you take it and what was that experience? So we did mainly like the uh, drive from from the Camps Bay kind of area through across um, Cape Point and into the, the 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 kind of Scarborough, very kind of uh, sort of not anything on the big open road, more kind of country lane feel, because I think the the UX really performs very well in the city. It's very much a city car because of the hybrid technology. You're doing a lot of stop and starts in Cape Town. Let's face it. I mean, the traffic, that's when you're using like almost no fuel. You'll be using your hybrid technology. It's a very savvy, fuel savvy car, I think, for the city. But, but, but I do want to just add, because we are talking about, we're not talking about a brand new model. We are talking about an upspect. UX, And I want to just mention a few of the things that have been introduced into this 2023 UX. If you look at the outside, you won't see much of a difference between the other, the other model and this kind of newer model. You've, you've ma- mainly got kind of the head and tail lamps have been improved. And um, you've got the exterior mirrors, which have now become darker. I don't know if that's really that important, but that's something that's now offered. Um, you've also got something very, very exciting that's happened. And this for me is the biggest change in the cabin. I, I don't know if I've ever spoken to you about my frustration with the touchpad in some of the older Lex- Lexuses or Lexi. Um, it's, it was very cumbersome. Mm. You put your finger they- and you're kind of dry. Melinda, are they not are they not kind of thinking of taking away those touch pads because sometimes they just don't work? I mean, it's just, well, it's they're very, very distracting. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, mm. that's what they've done. Then there, there is no touch pad in the Yippee. in the newer UX. Yeah, I'm thrilled. It's now a very very good touch screen. You don't have to put your finger on anything in the center console. You can basically. Just do everything from your touch screen, which is very um, reactive in a good way. It's very good tech. Obviously, you've got all of this stuff like Apple CarPlay, Android Auto. You've got really good um, kind of premium materials in the, in the cabin. A lot of leather. You know, the hand-stitched vibe of a Lexus, which I think they're very proud of, the, the Takumi Craftsman. Is, is, is responsible for Lexus, you know, for the, for the, for the actual making of Lexuses. So there's a lot of that premium appeal in the cabin, but I think the big news is that bloody, bloody <laughs> touchpad <laughs> has gone. Sorry for swearing. I, I, I think uh, everybody who drives one of those vehicles uh, with the touchscreen, and I drive one of those vehicles with the touchscreen, I just forget about it and uh, just leave it out. 
one of the nice things that I've seen, and you know that we're hosting the, the Formula E right here in Cape Town. It's one of the major events happening in Cape Town, uh, I think, in this month. Uh, but one of the nice things that I've actually seen is there's, there's more of an awareness in terms of, of the hybrid vehicles. And driving to Langebaan, of all places, Belinda, at that engine garage in Langebaan, there are two docking stations for electric vehicles. So... How would this hold out on longer drives or would it just be for in and around the city? No, but look, this is not pure electric, hey? Mm. So this is hybrid. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of um, confusion. And I'm glad you've asked this because a lot of people think hybrid means you must plug in at a charging station. You don't have to. There's, there are two electric motors in this, in this UX, which self-charge. Um, and I think that's the kind of technology that South Africans are prepared to embrace uh, there's a lot of, um, you know, of course, because of Eskom, the electric kind of vehicle is suffering in this country because I think people just perception wise, they can't see themselves having to plug into an electrical system, a power system that is, is out for half the day. So, um, yeah, I think the hybrid thing is very good for, for city driving because it, what it basically does up to a certain speed, it recharges your, your electric, um, your, your battery, and then you don't use any fuel at all. But it is interesting that you are seeing these charging docking stations. There is a slow movement towards the new energy vehicles in South Africa, but we've got a long way to go still, Zane. Mm. It's, it's kind of very difficult um, because it's a very new market. So how economical is this vehicle, Melinda? And um, we're talking not about its actual price. We're talking about fuel. Yeah, that's so, right. Yeah. So, Le- yeah. so Lexus claims 4.8 liters to 100 kilometers, which is brilliant. Um, I think it depends where you're driving. I think if you're driving more on longer open roads like highways, you're probably going to get more like 5.8, which is still pretty good. I think if you are driving carefully and you're in a lot of traffic, you can easily get the 4.8 liters to 100. And in terms of, of safety, is it an incredibly safe vehicle? Because it's, uh, you know, I looked at the, most of these sort of specs on it and, and it seems to be up a, a probably a 9 out of 10. Oh, yeah. I mean, maybe even a 10. I mean, they're definitely 5 out of 5 on the Euro NCAP safety rating. Um, they've got some really interesting things. I'm not going to go through everything because it could take us the next, another hour. But they've got something called um, intersection. Intersection, not intersex, <laughs> intersection turning assist, which, which improves safety when turning across traffic. And you've also got, um, emergency steering assist, which obviously if, a, if an obstacle crosses your path, you're going to get a lot of alerts. And then there's a very nice touch with a, when you in cruise control mode, you've got curve speed reduction. It's a function which automatically, as you turn on a bend, it automatically changes the vehicle's speed to suit the radius of the bend. I think that's very intelligent. Mm. Let's talk about pricing because I don't know where this is going to come in, but the hybrid vehicles are, are, are on the top range of the sort of finance spectrum, isn't it? Definitely. Although I have to add that Toyota's um, Corolla Cross hybrid, which was a very clever introduction into the market on a cheaper level. I think it's about 390 
um, that has really popularized hybrid technology at a more affordable price. But for the Lexus, because we know Lex, Lexi are, are not cheap cars, you're starting with the 250 hybrid EX. It comes in at 792.700. Then you've got the SE, which is just a, a better trim model, um, 874.300. The one I drove was the F Sport, the 250 hybrid. 928-900. And if you want it in a bi-tone, kind of two-tone roof and, and different si- uh, uh, colored body, it's 939-300, so just under a mil. That's actually not bad if you compare it to most other vehicles in, in, in the same class who are stretching themselves over, over a million rand in any case. So it's actually quite nice. What did you like about it? What did you not? Is there room for improvement in this vehicle? Um, I think the boot, in terms of what I don't like, the boot is a little small. If you want to put a lot of stuff in, uh, not, not going to fit just in the boot. Um, it's only 261 liters, which is not a huge boot. Um, but that was literally all I didn't like. Uh, what I really loved was the new touch screen. The fact that they did away, it felt like they listened to me because I've been moaning for years <laughs> about that touchpad. And they finally listened to Melinda and the Japanese decided, okay, Melinda's moaned enough. We're going to now put the touch screen in. I love the way it looks. Those that, you know, that grill, the, the, the tail cluster, the, the, the tail lights, the whole, the whole look of this UX for me is very attractive and inside is absolutely divine. Mm. Very quickly, you want to chat to us about Toyota's top performance awards in the industry? Oh, my word. I mean, that could be another whole show. So I just <laughs> wanted to mention that Toyota has posted enormously positive results um, for the month of January. It's It's got almost a third of the market share in the country. Not quite, but 28 point, uh, what was it? 28.8% of the market share in the country in, in January this year. They sold an incredible... Uh, 43,509 units of Toyotas found new owners this month of January. And that's our chat with Melinda Ferguson this morning, chatting about the new Lexus UX and also the uh, top performance of uh, Toyota in the market.